We're back, baby. Welcome back to the podcast. It's past my bedtime. Uh, currently today, I am joined by one of my best friends, Halen from Rock Bottom, Double Springs, Alabama. It's what? my man, Hunter. And uh, we got a good one for you today. You want to say hi to the people, Hunter? Hey, everybody. Roll the intro. All right, so I'm excited for this one. Uh, Hunter is a very interesting person, I'd say, and uh, I'll let him, I'll kind of give him the reins uh, for a quick minute here just so he can, you know, maybe tell us about himself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Hunter, kind of like what Caleb stated, and we actually went to high school together. Uh, I came in seventh grade, and we've been somewhat friends uh, seventh grade, and we just got to be a lot better. And anyway, uh, yeah, so I uh, am currently working with uh, refugees in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, really been enjoying that, and uh, it started off as right. I did a, a gap year with them, and I just kind of kept on going with it, um, and here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think Hunter has quite an exciting kind of tale with all that because um, uh, many of his classmates, in fact, I believe all of them, um, uh, decided to go the college route. But no, Hunter, Hunter decided to serve, and I think uh, you know what? More power to him, obviously, uh, reaping the kingdom and such. Very, very big time for Hunter. So, um, uh, yes, I'm sure we'll, we'll be very excited to get into that. To get into that. But uh, currently, I think we can, you know, maybe talk about our past and, and kind of how we, you know, started out vibing together. Um, so I'll tell you from from at least what I remember is is I remember when Hunter came uh, to Whitesburg. We talked a lot about airsoft. That was the the primary topic of conversation. And uh, that kind of became your, uh, your your brand almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I think I've kind of been uh, almost like an obsessive person a little bit. And, like, once I have, uh, like, some kind of topic or subject that I really like and it's just like, I want to talk about it. And uh, and I would just kind of almost, like, turn the tides of the conversation to, like, want to talk about something. Because it was uh, really something that I uh, kind of had gotten to know about and, uh, like, I could... I could rule the conversation if I if I wanted to, um, but yeah. So airsoft kind of was like my my uh, thing. Um, whenever I went to Whitesburg with Caleb and just a whole bunch of other guys, uh, yeah. Because I, I I somewhat knew what I was talking about, and it was fun. Like I got to safely shoot my friends. Like, yeah, yeah, and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'll tell you, honestly, like about airsoft, like I sometimes I do kind of miss it because like it was kind of a lot of fun. Oh yeah, you know, and like I feel like I was kind of a cheese ball because you know we were like five foot three running around <laughs> like with these oversized airsoft masks on so we don't get shot in the eye. But like it was a really good time. Um, I know, like, in, 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 like, my neighborhood, I kind of got outlawed because I kept shooting it, and it would, like, <laughs> scare the neighbors because really? they thought it was, like, a real gun or whatever. I don't know. It was silly. But, um, yeah, no, I, I looked fondly on a seventh grade in some parts and in other parts, obviously, you know. But, yeah, I think uh, as, as Hunter and I kind of kind of grew up, we, uh, we grew closer here and there. We had some deep conversations. I think a lot of it was bred uh, through Xbox. And, um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, we played a played a little game called called Destiny, and uh -huh. I know, and I know, just just saying that word can uh, insinuate a, a flood of memories, at least between the two of us. Um, but yeah, no, I remember. Um, I don't know of when I, we probably had more deep conversations, but one of my most memorable with you was after like uh, it was I think it was Oktoberfest at the Arsenal, and we ate at Blue Plate. Woody got sick, and he had and he, he drank Sprite. We yeah. were at the whatever cafe, yeah. and then we went to your place. I don't know if we dropped him off. No, you may, may have let him inside because he was getting sick. I don't know. It was a whole thing, but we had a big fat conversation, and it was it was pretty good. I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but I, yeah, I don't I don't know uh, what we talked about at all. I'm I'm like, do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, I, I, I remember like a little bit coming to my place and even like I no one really like came to my place. It just wasn't like the cool hangout spot. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, just snippets here and there. You know, I, I'll tell you, Hunter, I, I have a stark memory for like really weird stuff. Cause like, I also remember like going to your house. I think we did, we ran around outside playing airsoft and your mom thought I was a nerd and she cooked spaghetti for us and we drank grape juice and y'all thought it was so weird that I drank grape juice like by itself. And I was like, what the frick, man? Like this is a really yeah, this is I thought it was like normal practice, but y'all were like, you drink grape juice but nothing else in it. And I'm like, yeah. 
and y'all thought that was so uncanny. And really? yet again, uh, I know the people at home can't see, but Hunter Hunter's looking at me a little bit confusedly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't remember that. Like, now it's like chugging grape juice. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Caleb converted me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, a lot of, lot of interesting and fun memories. I don't think I ever really spent the night. I think we just, it was just like a day thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it was a... Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We skittered around outside, shooting each other. I don't even remember. I think like it was running away in pain. Yeah, pretty much. I, we were, we were, you know, we were a little seventh grade, <laughs> little stupid ads. It was, yeah. you know, it was what it was. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, we we had we we've bred some good memories along along the line, and I think you know you could probably agree with that. But, um, yeah, no, it's been kind of a shame recently because I haven't been seeing Hunter as much because, you know, we live in different places now. Yeah. We you know, I go to, I live in Auburn. He lives in, 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 in NSH, I guess that's the abbreviation, NASH maybe, whatever the abbreviation for Nashville is. Yeah, Nash. Yeah. Just take out the syllables, or the, not syllables, uh, Yeah, take out vowels. the syllables in Nashville. It'll just be, <laughs> yeah, just that's the, the name yeah. right there. It's just a, no, no noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, uh, Hunter, do you have any have any interesting memories from middle school you'd like to share with the share with the class? Oh, uh, from middle school. Um, yeah, okay, cause so, just because that's like our that's that's our earliest like time knowing each other. Yeah, so. yeah. So like, it, it doesn't have to pertain to Caleb per se, uh, but yeah. uh, I remember like first week and in going into uh, Whitesburg, I was like the new kid. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously just like figuring out like what what are these kids and. You know, what are they doing? And uh, just trying to find my place, I guess. And uh, anyway, I had to had to use the restroom. I didn't know where the bathroom was. And uh, I just go to the, the closest bathroom that I found. And it was like some like, it was like the elementary cool, uh, kids like bathroom. So there's like a bunch of kids just running around and uh, using the restroom. And uh, anyway, I walk in there and there are two kids like peeing in the same urinal. Like they're, they're crossing streams. Like, what is this? You know? Yeah. And, uh, anyway, I, uh, that was like my first, uh, memorable impression upon Whitesburg. And, uh, that's not a theme over overall of Whitesburg, but, uh, it is something that I remember. Um, and yeah. 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 No, I think that's, that's kind of, see, that's really neat to me. Cause like, I've never really heard that story until today, and I think that is really mm. fascinating because, like, Weisberg, like, geographically, like, well, we didn't have a very large school. We don't anymore. We have, like, a whole new building, but yeah. we used to live, or not live, we used to go to school in, like, the, the same building that the church did. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, no, Hunter had no idea what he was doing. It was a small space, and, uh, yeah. I'll tell you, man, this is this is kind of off the beaten path. I'm going to go back to you being the okay. new kid because I think that's like, I want to hear more about that yeah, because yeah. I don't, have no experience in that. But um, I will tell you, back in the day, going to that same bathroom that he's talking about, um, they had a stall that the lock was broken. Oh, like no. pretty much like you could you could pull the you could pull the thing, whatever the lever thing is, and it'd go like, but it wouldn't lock in anything. It'd just be kind of like leaning on the door. Hmm. And, like, I remember in first grade, I was like, that's kind of messed up. And then, like, I went and told the front office. I'm like, hey, you know, the lock's broken on the boys' bathroom. Like, that, that wouldn't take long to fix. And, like, probably, it probably still is not even, like, what fixed all the And, like, I don't know if that's, like, a safety measure, which is, I mean, that's just dumb if it was. Because, like, give the kids some privacy, huh? You're yeah. better than this. Yeah. You're better than that. Um, I don't know. I think that that's just one of the, one, one of the lunacies of uh, Whitesburg Elementary School that, well not Whitesburg Elementary, Elementary School at Whitesburg Christian Academy, I think is the better way to put it. But anyway, so Hunter talking about being the new kid. I think that's really fascinating because I've gone to the same school my whole life and then like coming to Auburn, I guess you could be like the new kid at college, but like that's that's kind of different because you know people. But coming to Whitesburg, like what was that like being the new kid there? Like what was your experience? Oh man, I mean, I, I was the new kid. I was like already just awkward and uh, it, it really did not work out. I, yeah, so just trying to find like the, where to fit in and like I, I thought it was gonna be best if I was just gonna like hang around the, the people who I deemed uh, cool, I'm mm -hmm. gonna air quotes here. Um, and then they were just kind of jerks and I was like, oh, I see how this is. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me go to the other group. And, uh, they were, I, I, that's just kind of where I, uh, resided for the rest and, uh, really got to be close with, uh, said people. Now, you know who you are. And, uh, anyway, 
uh, glad glad I made that decision. A little bit of an interesting plug and shout out to whoever they are that Hunter got <laughs> close with. He may be talking to me, but I guess uh, that may have been later down the line. I don't know. But um, yeah, no, I remember those days. I think it was it was interesting how I think we all as a class kind of developed together, and then like a schism kind of came where like different people would hang out with others because I think there toward the end, like we all kind of had to get along with each other. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the guys, yeah. maybe the guys and girls kind of had our bickerings, but like. I don't know of many people that that hated one another there mm-hmm. toward the end, but like I don't know, maybe middle school there was a little bit of distaste for for certain people. Of course, they know who they are. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to name any names off that. But yeah, no, I, I I remember not actually fondly at all, but like even like sitting at like the lunch room and like we'd be filling up a table mm-hmm. and like bringing chairs over, having to share seats and all that just so we could sit with certain people. And like, what did it cost, and what did it matter now? Yeah, it meant nothing. Yeah, but um, yeah, no. So, so I guess being the new kid, like at Whitesburg, like, did you find it to be better than your old school, or was it just like? So, uh, it it was like at first definitely worse. Like I I hated it. Uh, it was better educationally, but like socially, I it was a just I don't know. It, it was just bad. I was uh, um. I think I was dealing with like a little bit of uh, culture shock or uh, something to that effect uh, sure. because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know how things worked and just like figuring those kind of things out. It's kind of like uh, going to a new country. You, you do the same thing. You figure out uh, like where you actually get your milk and your food and that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So anyway, um, it was just very different. I There was uh, a, there had to be a period of figuring those kind of just the nuances of the social life. Nuances is a very strong word. I've been trying to put that in my common vernacular. I'm sorry, I just thought of that. But I, I will say, Whitesburg, and I guess our class was, was cliquish by nature, and I think that's kind of middle school oh, yeah. as a whole when you look at it from an outside lens. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember um, uh, Mr. Umphrey's history class? Oh, man. Do you, if, and if that's pulling way back, I'm, I, the reason no. I ask is because I have a whole thing about that class and history at Whitesburg in general. But um, do you remember that class at all? Oh, I, absolutely. I remember, um, so uh, in, in my social awkwardness, I would uh, try to get to like talk to people and I, I don't know, once, when I first meet someone, I'm, I'm usually like typically like pretty shy, uh, but then once I get to know them and like, I, you, you can't get me to shut up. Um, Matter of fact, the only detention I've ever had in my life was uh, because it was a it was a Bible teacher, and uh, he gave me a detention because well I wouldn't shut up and running your mouth, running run my mouth. That's right. And uh, anyway, so uh, I remember I would like turn around and uh, talk to uh, Andrew, and um, anyway he would just like turn to me and just like put his finger to his mouth and oh my god just be quiet and uh anyway the, the whole class he just gained up on it yeah and, no, uh, that's funny you mention that because i remember that so <laughs> well now everyone like turn up looking at you like with their finger over their lips yeah <laughs> oh man what a time i kind of forgot about that i wasn't even talking about that but now yeah. that you mentioned that god, that's yeah. nuts yeah so that's what i remember from the that history class and uh yeah, and then there's always the the pop quizzes where you just walk into the room and um, you see the sheet of paper. Yeah, you see the sheet of paper on your desk, and fear enters into your soul. You start and, flipping through the book trying yeah, to see what you can learn. I don't know, cramming. Ah, hmm. uh, excuse me. Sorry, listeners, you got some ASMR of my ice crunch there, maybe. But um, <laughs> no, like I'll tell you about those pop quizzes. Like the the fear that would get into everyone's eyes oh, yeah. and minds as that would ha- as that would happen. Like. It was so unnecessary, too, yeah. because especially, like, in middle school, where GPA 100% didn't matter, yeah. and, like, us all, like, tweaking about that, being like, oh, flip, 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 mm-hmm. and it was like, 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 what did it cost? Like, it, it meant nothing. Like, we yeah. we did not have to bust down, like, kind of as hard as we all did. I don't know. I think that that class was kind of a trial by fire for me, because, like, it was more difficult than other classes, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. and so, I don't know. I just the reason I ask is kind of because it was kind of silly and hard and unnecessary in uh in my opinion. But um yeah, no, so I guess that's that's kind of going off of uh of middle school there. Pretty pretty interesting times I think for the both of us. Sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um 
going into high school. I know you you especially started to befriend um uh, Carson who who Carson Tillery who I uh I talked to in my last podcast. So how did how did that friendship flourish? Because I'm actually interested in that. I you know I don't really remember that well I've, I've never had the best memory so uh anyway but I, I think that like he thought I was just a weird kid and he, he didn't really like me <laughs> and I mean he's a weird kid too so like what the heck you know mm-hmm. usually it's it's the weird kids that hang out with the other weird ones so uh anyway uh yeah so he thought I was just weird and uh then we started like he, he got to know me a little bit and then we uh started playing uh Destiny as said before uh and then just naturally had it in having like deep conversations um, within that. And I, I think, again, that's that's really where like I uh, really would say I, I got like close friends. It's like, okay, I, I care for these people. I love these people. Um, and it, it stemmed a lot from uh, both time that we spent together and also the deep conversations that we had. Yeah, and I mean, I, I have an interesting kind of like thought process on that. Like that you like now that you mentioned like that kind of developing connections. Yeah. Um, I always had the inclination that it was always time on the clock, but kind of what I've learned is is that a lot of times if you want to get actually close with someone, you have to be willing to give them information that they could betray you with and it would really hurt you. Yeah. I know that's kind of like a stark way of putting it, but it's like if you can put that information on the line and you like trust them enough, mm-hmm. like that's when connections are made. It's not like if you spend 20 hours a week with them. It's not if you spend uh, 60 hours a week with them. It's like you you, you got to be willing to get deep with that person for you to actually make a connection. Um, but, yeah, no. Think, thinking about Carson, like, what can I ask? Like, what kind of conversations y'all had? Do you remember it all? Oh, or? just about, like, life, school, just, like, what, what we expect out of the future. Uh, sometimes it would just anything and everything that you would kind of think of, it was discussed. We were there to solve the world's problems. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not that we did anything from that, but we were trying. Yeah, no, it, it, it's good. It's good to talk, and I think it's good to have those kind of conversations because, I mean, that's like, you know, the best nights of your lives and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Sometimes. Not always, of course. But I, I think, yeah, no, I can, I, can, I can relate. I don't know if I've ever had a super deep conversation with Carson. So that's kind of really? why I, that's kind of why I ask. I don't know. We we keep it pretty surface level, okay. and that's through no fault of either of us. Okay. But like even when we had the podcast and we talked about kind of deep stuff, like it was it was very exciting to kind of get to talk to him about that kind of thing because Carson Carson come off as kind of a he's a mean boy if you will. <laughs> he likes to joke around. He's a very sarcastic person. But I think you know he he is very capable of getting oh. deep, and you can you can talk to that man like absolutely. Uh, the thing about Carson is that like. He at, at first he's uh, I don't know he, he might come off as like someone that's hard to talk to or just like he, I don't know just like yeah no. he he's kind of the person that will like stand back and watch everything um, I don't know if that's because he's a people watcher or doesn't want to be a part of it but whenever you get to know him and uh, get to uh, just like be his friend he is an amazing guy uh, to be around and I have enjoyed every second of it yeah uh, yeah and just like all the just. Uh, inside jokes and just memes and just uh, yeah, it's it's always a, a great time and dopamine just rushes to the brain. Serotonin, dopamine, all that. Yeah, just no, floods. So, so Carson, if you're listening, congratulations! You just had uh, probably about five minutes of, of yeah. people talking about how much they like you. We love you, Carson. <laughs> no, but um, this is I know this is this is um, kind of like off. The yeah, subject, yeah. but um, like, have you done the Enneagram or like the Myers Briggs? I, I have actually. Uh, so I, I would have to look it up, but I think I am either a five or a nine, and uh, I, I've got some uh, friends that are like really deep into it. I don't, be honest with that, I don't really care. But uh, I typically, it's, um, I, I think it's a, a five, just more analytical about the situation and how I pertain to it. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm a five as well. Oh, okay. I, I used to be big time seven, um, but then I, I think I kind of got a grip on myself and started learning more about myself. And I think that, like, it's all, like, have you done Myers Briggs, like, 16 personalities? Is that the, like, INFPJ or? Yeah, yeah, those. Uh, yes, I don't remember what I was, as far as, like, the initials, but I think it said the, the, the investigator. Okay. Yeah, so, something like that. Fair play. All right. Yeah, no, so the reason I ask is because, like, 
I just wanted to know because, like, you said that, like, he's that kind of person that may, or Carson is the type of person that may be outside the action, per se. Yeah. And I thought, like, I haven't asked him what he is, but I think it'd be interesting to hear. Like, because I'm a five as well. I, I refer to myself as a, as a numbers guy. And um, <laughs> and that's kind of what it is because, you know, I've I found myself quantifying really weird things. Yeah. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, no, the reason the reason I think I ask all that is is because, you know, I, I never really, like, I always thought as a little guy that like, maybe not a little guy, maybe when I was 16 or 17, like I thought like that was me, I'm gonna grow up and I'm gonna be the same. And then like you hear the statistic about like boys' brains don't quit developing until they're like what, like 25 or something? I think. I, I think 22. Maybe 22, it's in the yeah, 20s. Yeah, yeah somewhere we're, there. We're, we're not there yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I realized because like I have gotten like three different like personalities and like different Enneagram stuff. Mm-hmm like since I took it back then and it's just kind of interesting to see how the mind develops and how like dynamic we all are as people absolutely but uh and especially like me being that hard seven thinking I was you know always needing that social energy and then like Mm -hmm. realizing like that's not all of it yeah that's not all of it I don't know um but that's that's kind of getting I think also one other thing that's interesting is at least for me per se is I will I will act completely different uh depending on if I am with or at least I think I do uh, if I'm with, like, good friends that I know and I trust, and then there's people that, like, okay, I, I know them, but they, they don't really know me. Yeah. We're not we're not that close. And then there's, like, then like totally different between, like, uh, people that have authority over me. You yeah, um, know, I, I get that. I get that yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, uh, which is just, like, totally weird how uh, you just, your brain just is different around yeah. the people that you are with. And I think... I'm gonna say that that's okay because I think it's I think that's acceptable. Yeah. And here's the reason is because um, if I listen to myself on these podcasts and I've actually had someone tell me this, like I talk differently to different friends. Hmm. Is that intrinsically bad? Well, I don't know. A person could say either way on that. I don't find it to be intrinsically bad necessarily because like you get to know people differently. Yeah. And like you can be the same with each person, but like. I don't know. I think there's room for, like, dynamic, you know, like, I can be different with you than I am with, you know, my friend Mitchell, who you don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. And you can be different talking to me than than you can with, you know, some of your friends that you've recently made, you know? Like, we don't, we we are not, like, law-bounded to be the same with each each Mm -hmm. person we meet, you know? So, I respect that. I'm with you on that. I understand that. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah, it's kind of DJ Khaled vibe. I don't know. Just yeah, like you know, the, if I had a nickel, you're speaking. For, nickel for each time DJ Khaled has come up on this podcast, it'd be, it'd be two nickels. <laughs> two nickels? Yep. <laughs> so, wow. I don't know why. D- DJ Khaled, very inspirational man, I think. I don't really know. I have. He's kind of fallen off the map for me recently. Uh-huh. I haven't seen him in any mainstream yeah, yeah. media. He, he, yeah. He's there somewhere, just... Not on top. He Scooby Dooby do be out there, um, <laughs> but but yeah, no. I think coming off that, like his whole another one philosophy, that's kind of that's kind of messed me up. And yet again, I'm I'm veering off any conversation we've recently had. But like you know that that Facebook meme, and it's a guy and he's mining for diamonds, and he quits right before he hits like the oh, mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I have a mixed feeling about that picture. Okay. Yeah, it's like I, I hate it and I love it because it's inspirational, but also I'm like that 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 conveys a message of never giving up, even though sometimes there may not be any payoff at all mm-hmm. and we may not see it. But then we think about that picture like, oh I'm just I'm one thing away. Uh I'm one hour away. Uh I'm one try away. And then we just keep trying and it's like fruitless. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I uh I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's like the the like one meme or not the one meme. There's plenty of them that like your aunt just posts on Facebook and you're like, what the heck is this? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and uh, what what are you taking? You know. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's a very interesting uh, kind of like look on life. But I think it kind of goes down to of just like what is your motive for actually pursuing? Is it pursuing because you're trying to look for fulfillment in life, or you're pursuing it so you can. I don't know, like provide for your family or I don't know. It, it depends on what you were pursuing and why you were pursuing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because I think at the end of the day, if your motivation is sound, it's going to carry you like all the way. Oh, yeah. And it won't matter if you if you find the, the diamonds or whatever. Like if that's your goal, then I guess that's your goal. But like, you know, 
it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's about the friends you meet on the way. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a big that's a big uh, movie cliche. Is like you know, have you seen the, the movie Onward? Nope. Okay, never mind. Well, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. Then. That's just it's about uh, the the there's two kids and a mom. The two kids lost their dad when they were really young, um, and so they're trying to bring him back for a day because he was a wizard. But they only get like as high as his like torso waistline, so he's just a pair of pants walking around pretty much. And so it's about it's kind of about how they try to bring him to life for just one day. But I'm not going to talk about it more because I don't want to spoil it. But like that is big trope of like you the the relationships you cultivate with others is a lot of times more important than what you think is actually important. Yeah. And I don't know. That's kind of a that's one of those mind fricks for me. Absolutely. Abs- um, absolutely. Did I say absolutely? I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll hear it back in post. I guess <laughs> the people at home know. Yeah. No one will be making fun of me. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, I think even going off that, Hunter and I have both experienced in, in various ways um, the value, I think, of meeting people along the way. And I mean, we can kind of go into that, like kind of sure. kind of stuff we've we've talked about in the past. But um, I've been big into stoicism, and and growing it now. Before you jump to conclusions, stoicism is not a religion; it's a it's a philosophy as a way of life. And and I remember like for one of those Zach Johnson uh, quizzes back in the day when it was like determining how like different religions operate. Um, like he put stoicism on there. And I was, and then I was like, oh, stoicism is bad then. But no, stoicism is like quite high key. Stoicism basically, I've talked about it in like my very first um, uh, like podcast episode. But if it's your first time listening, I'll give you a little uh, a little synopsis. Pretty much stoicism, um, it's basically the search for like tranquility and like peace about life and like not worrying and like understanding that like you can't really you're not you should not worry about things that are outside your control. Mm-hmm. What can I control? I can control what I say to you. That's something I can worry about and I can deal with. But if I get um, a bad grade on a test and I can't get any extra credit, I can't go talk to the teacher and try to work that out, I shouldn't worry about it anymore. That's happened and it's over and I'm okay with that. And like, I think when you, when you, when you mix that with kind of a religious view like I do, like I find, I find God to be like the, the, the ultimate controller of everything. So I'm like, Whatever happens has happened for a reason, mm. and I know that it could be to to train me and to like kind of kind of hone my edge, and make me realize stuff, and like I know I know I have a whole thing about that, but I'm gonna let you kind of weigh in on on all that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I'm kind of gonna go into a little bit of a uh, story and kind of where I've uh, drawn this conclusion. But uh, there was a, a a time in my life where. Uh, I was dealing with a lot of like depression and just like suicidal thoughts and if, just for like a long time and constantly I was thinking of just like, okay, what is the meaning of this? Because everything just seemed like very frivolous and just kind of meaningless and uh, like, okay, money. Let's take money for example. Like you do, is my, the meaning of my life, is it to go out and to make money and provide for my family? Okay. Like that's, that's great and all, but like if, if my pursuit is solely money, then Whenever I die, then that is gone. Like, what what gain does that have to me? Because it, or to really anyone else? Because it has a beginning and it has an end. Uh, let's talk about fame. Okay, fame is you. Uh, some people just like want to be famous. And uh, anyway, the thing is, is that like most people are will be totally forgotten. Have no idea what their name is or like what they've done. Uh, I believe it's statistically like after seventy five years after they have lived. So. Really, that's that's kind of frivolous. It doesn't really matter. And like, think about the all the billions of people that have lived on the earth and that have um, have been there, done that. But then there's only like a handful of people that like, if you were to think of like all the people that you know that's lived more than a hundred years, a uh, hundred years ago, like there really wouldn't be that many people in the whole grand scheme of people that have lived. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, uh, I I was just kind of going through of just like, what is the meaning of life? Just that, like that kind of question. And uh, uh, at the time, I just really didn't see much meaning. But then the thing is, is that uh, I believe that there is meaning of life, but uh, but that meaning of life, it has to pertain to something that actually lasts. It, it can't be of something, um, so I, I guess I equated uh, meaning with, with something that is sustained. 
mm-hmm. uh, over time. So um, anyway, the the thing that I um, my thought process was like, okay, fame, money doesn't last. The things that people normally pursue, like it, it's been there, done that. As uh, in Solomon or um, Ecclesiastes, Solomon says that like vanity, vanity, and he talks about how, how he's he's done this, he's done that. He's uh, probably one of the richest people that have ever lived in the history, um, and uh, he's like, yeah, it's just vanity. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my my thought process was the only thing that does matter, the only thing that does carry on, is actually well, God Himself. So. Uh, if I don't know for who is listening to this, how much you, uh, have thought about God or have, uh, thought about the characteristics of God, but the, um, if God is the creator of the universe, then he was there before it. If he was there before it, then he was there infinitely, mm-hmm. uh, before it. And he'll be infinitely, like infinitely, infinitely, if I could say it correctly, um, like before us and then infinitely in front of us as far as if you're like looking like a, on a, a time of a scale of time. So uh, he's the only thing that does last. And so he's the only thing that does bring truly meaning to life and uh, to serve him and um, to uh, worship him is the only thing that really does uh, bring anything to, to life. So that is, I guess uh, for me, that's kind of where I uh, drive meaning, uh, I guess, which is... Um, for some people that might be like, I don't know, a, a little weird, a little bit different of a thought that they've had. Um, but yeah, it, that's, um, that was just kind of my, my thought process with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And, um, like I have, like, I've actually wrote down like a woke thought kind of regarding that. Yeah. And like, I've kind of like, I've learned and I've thought about it after a lot of critical thinking, people worry a lot about their legacy. Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, man, like, what does it matter? Like, I know that when I die, like, I'm going to go to heaven. Yeah. Like, I don't have to worry about anything on this earth. Mm. And I think that would kind of mean that I don't fear death. But, like, in the same hand, I'm like, I don't want to necessarily die today because I know there's still, in my mind, work that must be done for my life and mm-hmm. for what I can do for others. And um, I kind of came to the conclusion of this. And I know this is, this is, this is, from a mustard seed standpoint, it's very small, but I'm going to kind of get to the big idea. Um, but basically, um, we're, we're recording this podcast at around the same time that like finals are happening for a lot of, a lot of colleges. And so I had just recently finished one of my finals, and I had been praying to God. I'm like, please, God, give me an A. I want to keep my A. I've been, I've been working on it all semester. You know how much I've worked? Like... I know you, your will be done, but yeah. I pray that your will is for me to get an A pretty much. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so it's, it's kind of become like, uh, I don't want to say like I idolized academics, but I think that's kind of become part of my identity almost. Mm-hmm. And so like with that, I, I took the test and I thought, okay, I need to get a 72 out of 80 to keep my A. And I got the result back and it was 68 out of 80. And I was like, oh, frick, <laughs> after all this work, I'm going to eat by and I'm not going to get the A. And then I was like, I sat there and I was like, maybe this isn't so bad. And, and I think it, it kind of provided a microcosm of a, a really gigantic theme in life. And I think it, it taught me that like, I've been worrying and bugging about this for so much of my life, but at the thought of it going away, it did not destroy me. I wasn't rolling around on the floor crying. I wasn't, you know, like bawling my eyes out. Like I just kind of sat there and I was like, well, what can I do? Yeah. And the answer is nothing because it's, it's over now. But, um, and I, and I told Hunter about this and I'll, I'll recommend the video to, to the listeners out there. There's a video of a valedictorian giving a speech mm-hmm. where he pretty much says that he regrets being valedictorian. And he says that like when they called his name uh, for being the valedictorian, he said it was like euphoria for 15 seconds and then it like went away. And then all of a sudden this like flood of like regret came in because he realized like, what did it cost? Mm -hmm. It cost me my relationships. It cost me my time. It cost me any connections I could have made. And I think it taught him a valuable lesson and it all teaches, it teaches all of us uh, an extremely valuable lesson as well. But, um, happy ending to the story. It turned out the grade in canvas wasn't right. And I got to keep my A in that class. But I think God told me something very interesting in that moment. Mm-hmm. He taught me that no matter what, there's a hope for the future. And he also taught me like, 
I'm gonna, I, I can give you what you ask for sometimes and you're gonna praise me because that was not you. That's me, like that's me, like, you know, that, that's God, that's God helping me. That, there, in no way was that me, that was just me using what God gave me, pretty much, I guess. Huh. But um, he, he taught me a lesson and he answered my prayer how I wanted it. And I know the day is coming where I'm gonna get a bead and I'm gonna get that same feeling. But God kind of gave me like a trial run almost of like that feeling, he's like, you know what, Caleb, quit freaking out about it. You yeah. know that it's gonna be okay. You know that there is hope for a future, and um, uh, I don't know. And this is again, again, I don't. We don't have to go into this, but this is kind uh-huh. of an interesting thing for me to yeah, tell you. Yeah. But um, let's go for it. it. I've been journaling recently since the start of November because that's a big stoic practice, and it's also like something that I've been kind of wanting to get into. And I've I've had this you know pretty little journal that I just hadn't used it, uh-huh. and so I started out. Um, doing it a certain way. It was very methodical. Then I've kind of like, I've, I've changed how I journal since the start of November. But one thing stayed the same. And at the end of my journal, I'll always, I'll try to find a verse either that I read that day or I'll be like, God, give me a verse. Mm-hmm. And then if I hear one, I look it up. And then it's kind of amazing how it, it's so applicable sometimes. And I know that like there's mixed opinions. Like I don't know how you feel about people like saying, God, please give me a verse. And then they like open the Bible to a random page and yeah. they just read the first thing they see. I don't really know how to feel about that. Mm-hmm. But like God has revealed himself so much to me and me being like, please God, give me a verse mm-hmm. that like it's it's kind of blown me away. And I'll, I'll pull up the verse exactly, but it was the it's kind of the one I've been gently referencing a few times, but it would be uh, Proverbs 23, I believe 18. If I'm correct in saying that. Oh, yeah. So this came on the day that um, uh, I thought I got the B on that um, uh, one exam in that one class. It was, surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. And I was like, holy frick, man. Like that, that, <laughs> that same day, like that's, there's, there's no way that, that's like, that I came up with that. Yeah. And I think that's God kind of teaching me as well. Like, this is what I sound like. This is my voice. Mm-hmm. And I've even heard, um, like one of my friends told me, like, let's say you get a phone call and you don't know who's calling but you open the but you 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 answer the phone and you hear it and you hear that it's your mom you don't have to know that your mom called but you know her yeah. voice and you know that like that loving tone pretty much and so that's kind of how you and that that analogy kind of allows you to kind of realize like you can hear when god's talking to you versus when it's like your own head or like yeah. the devil trying to tempt you mm-hmm. so i realized that was kind of that was a flood of information and it kind of was like a, a micro testimony of mine that like god is faithful no matter what. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, God, uh, first off, I want to say like God is awesome because that, that kind of stuff happens, uh, quite a bit. Um, but he, he will lead his people into the right direction. And, uh, um, there, um, oh, and also, I'm sorry. I got, I got, I got several different thoughts in my head. Uh, so what you're talking about, the, um, like the Valley of Victorian, he's like worked so hard. He's done this. He's done that, and he's he's gotten what he wanted. And then it's just like fifteen seconds of you, like just euphoria, like happiness, and so on and so forth. It's like, okay, that it, it starts and it ends, and like it, it again doesn't last. And we're all just kind of like fleeting, or not not fleeting, um, going after those things that we think that may last, but they never do. Yeah. Um. And uh, anyway, there's a a uh, saying that one of my friends has and I, I love it because it's true is that your achievements don't matter like again they're not going to last they're just very temporary a few seconds of euphoria and that's it dust in the wind yeah yeah dust in the wind exactly vanity vanity and uh, that's exactly what they are um but yeah a- anyway um crap I, I was going to say something else but, yeah I, I understand that yeah. vibe where you like you hear something that someone says, and you're just like, "Bam! I know what I'm. I, I have yeah, this, yeah. this, this." And you've been like, you're trying to figure out the best one that you choose. So like, I get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. I had something I was gonna say too, but I'd forgotten because I was I was trying to listen to you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I don't know like how much you've listened to like the these like more recent pastors, mm-hmm. but like the way they talk and their cadence sometimes is kind of funny. And like, I talked to uh, Renee about it one time, where like after I had this whole. Um, What's the word? It's like uh, you have a whole realization about something. I don't know. There's a, there's a word for it. I'll probably think of it mm-hmm. like an hour from now. But um, epiphany, that's the one. Um, you had, like After I had that whole epiphany, I was like, if I was like some like woke pastor right now, I'd be like, 
God doesn't care about how much you work for the world. He cares about how much you work for his kingdom. And, and I was like, ah, uh, yeah. That's like one of those bullet points they put on screen for you to like write down yeah, and then yeah. preach about for like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Yeah, he just kind of goes on. and Yeah. yeah. But I think as, as cliche as it is, that's like, that's so real to me. You know, like that was made true to me. And that's like, it's very eye-opening, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I actually remembered what I was going to say. So earlier, uh, you were talking about just like you, you – you got the test and like it, you're like, ah, oh, crap, you know, I messed up. And, uh, then you were just like, okay, God, I, you know, I'm just going to give glory to you. And, uh, anyway, um, what, what I think about something sometimes is, um, this is a, a quote and I think it's by, uh, a man named Paul Washer. If you have not listened to Paul Washer, he's, he is a uh, wonderful man and, uh, I've enjoyed listening to, uh, to him. But anyway, uh, he has said something that, uh, he, he said, in the same way that God gets glory from redeeming sinners and to bringing him, uh, reconciling them uh, to himself, and uh, um, that that brings him glory because they are forgiven of their sins. He's also uh, getting glory from actually sit, uh, damning those to hell because he is executing his justice right, against them. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway... All that to say is that, like, whatever happens, God is going to get his glory that he so rightfully deserves. Absolutely. For the lamb is worthy of its sacrifice, and it will get the glory that it that it so rightfully has, um, that it deserves upon himself. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, like, I think, kind of going off that, yeah. and, like, I read this one quote, and it was like, you can't pray for A's and study for B's. Yeah. So, like, you can't pray for a good spouse and not be the good spouse pretty much like you Mm -hmm. you can't pray for something and then not do your part and i think that's kind of that same thing it's like that's god executing his justice and that will all go to the glory to him inevitably right yeah and so i don't know that that thought has has kind of mind freaked me again where it's like you can pray all you want but Mm -hmm. like you gotta you got a role to play yeah there are stuff that we have there's stuff that we have to do you know absolutely i mean it's not like you can just uh that you can be praying for like a good spouse, like God, just please, just bless me with uh, someone that will uh, has their eyes on you, and then that is doing well in life, and you know this and that. But then you're going out on uh, uh, every Friday or Saturday night, and you're hanging out with at the bars and prostitutes and like the the the, exactly. the, the things of the world. Yeah. Like you, you can't expect that. You uh, so you have to become what I, I guess um, become more like Him, and then you'll you will get more the things that you so so rightfully desire. Oh, yeah. Um, th- there's a, a verse in Psalms, I've, I believe, uh, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that uh, he's just going to like, I want money. And then he's like, here you go. Money is yours. But yeah. it's, it's he's he is going to change your desires in a way that like you so rightfully want these things. I, uh, okay, if he wants you to, um, I don't know, be nicer to family members or be more hospitable, then you're going to be like, okay, I want to be more hospitable. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of go, that could go into like a free will versus uh, just that, like that, that, that kind of discussion. But uh, I don't care to have that right now. So, yeah, I mean, we all, we all have our qualms about that. And I think my, my, my opinion, my opinion on that particular thing, like this is like, I have a whole rant about arguments like that. Yeah. So we don't we don't have to talk yeah. about that. I mean, like it seems like uh, Christians as a whole, uh, you go to uh, like seminary or like somewhat smart like Christians that's kind of been around the block, I guess, and uh, know their Bible somewhat well. They they seem to stick on to like Calvinism versus Arminianism, and then like free will versus uh, I I don't know where the second one just blanked me. Uh, uh, predestination. Yeah, there we go. And it's just like they're just like I'm so stuck in this, or it's like uh, about just like end times kind of stuff and it's there's so much more to life and there's so much more to do and that we have been commanded to do um like yeah uh it's anyway that's a different discussion you know what we've been commanded to do and that's to drop everything and follow him absolutely the the, hunter and i had a whole conversation about this uh before doing this podcast as well um but i think especially what god's been revealing to me is is the power of letting letting go and that's letting go regrets that's letting go past failures and that's letting go actually material goods as well Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of goes right along with your your whole idea of like 
how how fruitless the search for fame and money and legacy yeah like all are like you like we don't need all that and like there's a verse in Hebrews um, that I read pretty pretty recently and it pretty much talked about um, I think I saw you highlight those in like oh, I, no, in the yeah, Bible you know, yeah, yeah you already know <laughs> yeah um, but it was pretty much talking about how like runners back in the day like if you wanted to run the best like you had to run in very little like they only they pretty much wore loincloths whenever they were at the Olympics or whatever yeah. and so like what um, the writer of Hebrews is trying to say in that is it's pretty much saying like for you to run your best for you to fight the good fight your best mm-hmm. like you have to drop everything you have mm-hmm. to let go of of any excess that's going to weigh you down Absolutely. so you can run the best you can you know mm-hmm. and so i know i know that's also been revealed to hunter um uh, as well so like if you yeah so uh, I, I, that kind of goes along with the idea of I, I think the more applicable uh point to that is uh if, if like if you want to be used by god then you you don't need to be uh, getting drunk and uh, like you need to follow his word and how do you know what his word says will you read it and like just so like know know what it, it talks about knows what is uh, what is good what is bad and uh, according to his word and follow it um, because it's not like a yeah a, a runner can't just uh, an Olympic sprinter can't just uh, roll up and you know just been sitting on the couch drinking uh, drinking uh, I don't know beer and yeah, potato they, chips and they got, they got to practice on the outside exactly so uh with that being said is that we we have to become more like him and mm-hmm. then he will he, he will begin to use us yeah um yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. i don't know man i think that analogy like even when you when you say like they can't be like sitting on the couch like drinking and eating potato chips and then show up to the race and do their best like it does take that 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 practice and it does take that like you dropping everything and focusing like it's, I don't know, I think just the analogy of, of, of the runner, like, prepping for the race, it really is, like, applicable to our walk mm-hmm. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, I think it, it just has such a far reach. And I think it's interesting, like, how, how, how deep we've gotten so quickly. Oh, I know. And I, I don't know, I think, you know, God is everywhere. You know, he's so applicable. He's so, like, anywhere in life. And like, and I'm gonna bring it back again. You saying that like everything goes to his glory, like that's why he's so ac- applicable as mm-hmm. well. You know, I don't know. I think it's it's such a such a jaw dropping thing for, for my money. I don't know. Of course, of course, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed uh, listening to and this is a totally side subject, but uh, listening to uh, some of the things that like Ravi Zacharias has said. Do you, do you know who? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I figure you did, but anyway, uh, he's just very. A uh, very intelligible man, and uh, has some things to say that do align with uh, with what the Bible says, and just more applicable things like, okay, that makes more sense, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it sometimes it takes a theologian to explain uh, a theologian subject, like what is life, what is truth, what is meaning of life, and that kind of stuff. And uh, I definitely am not one, so uh, go to someone <laughs> not, that is not equipped. Um, and um, I know. Uh, and, and if you want to keep talking about this, we 100% can. But yeah, if, if we, we want, if you want to move on and you want to want to flip we, the track, we can you. we can move on, or we can, I don't know. It's up to you. All right. Well, Will. So Hunter has, as we mentioned early on in this podcast, Hunter's been practicing his work with some refugees, and he's been spending a lot of time with them. And yeah. I know that's that's not very commonplace. And so I'm really interested in hearing. All about that. Yeah, so uh, I I, uh, I work with uh, a lot of refugees um, in places that well have a lot of refugees and like I I, uh, I live in an area where it's like you you see a white man there and it's like whoa what are you doing here you you need to yeah yeah like what's going on that kind of thing so uh, anyway I I stand up like a sore thumb but over time they people know me and it's like hey is that that guy and he's pretty cool yeah. and uh, anyway. Um, yeah, just very, uh, very different from what most of us are used to. Um, I've got a, a family that lives right above me, and uh, they have eleven kids, and it's like a one bedroom apartment. They're just like all stuffed in there, and yeah, yeah. And uh, but there's it's been uh, very fruitful. Um, gotten to learn a lot about different cultures and uh, how they work. Uh, one one very interesting thing that like we're just not used to is uh, I'll I'll be sitting there like reading a book or something, and then I'll have my door unlocked, and then 
uh, like twelve kids will just like open the door and just like rush in, take your <laughs> take your food, and they're just like, okay, see ya. Or they'll just be like, want to hang out or play or that kind of thing. And like we we would think of that of just being like, what the heck? Like yeah. you were stealing my food, and like that is mine. Why are you doing that? Uh, and we think of them as like probably like just just jerks or whatever but to them that's that's normal and yeah. it's like that's okay and like they don't knock or anything and it's like what the heck you're you're breaking the social contract and it's like well they their social contract is totally different than exactly. ours um and also like if you invite one of them to do something then let's say i invite them to do something at two o'clock then uh they're going to show up at three thirty, and uh it's just how it is um and uh, one other thing that's great and I love is uh, I, I've gotten to really enjoy this though is uh, my my sleeping schedule has kind of had to change a little bit, but um, I, I will do like uh, play some worship songs or uh, just kind of hang out and um, then we it'll be like ten thirty at night maybe maybe like eleven thirty and then the someone will just like be like anybody want some tea we got some tea and it's like just like bringing some tea and then uh uh you, you kind of have to drink it otherwise it's a you're shaming them mm-hmm. in uh, some way so anyway it's like 10 30 11 30 at night and you're drinking tea and you're like well i'm i'm going to bed at two three and yeah. i gotta wake up at nine tomorrow yeah, so exactly. uh yeah it, it's uh very different but it's been very fruitful and i i have uh, enjoyed it to the fullest yeah, I mean, honestly, that's such a that's such a beautiful thing, in my opinion. I know, I know that's like that's that's an interesting take, perhaps. But like, it it they value their like leisure time so much. Oh, you absolutely. Know, like, and I I've always said this, and I don't want any narcs trying to talk to me and tell me I'm wrong. And this idea is is that you can always catch up on sleep, but you can't catch up on memories. Ooh. And so what that means to me is is like you can have a really great sleep schedule. You can sleep nine hours every night and feel so refreshed and good mm-hmm. when the time comes. But what if you miss out on something exciting happening in the evening? Yeah. Well, well, well no. Yeah. And so I think that's just that's that's been like a really just an interesting facet to me. Because like I sleep in a lot and I sleep a lot sometimes and I'm not proud, but I'll definitely like I I definitely stay up late because that's when that's when the crazy stuff happens. Oh yeah. And so like I think that's wonderful that like they're they want to keep that that vibe going. Oh yeah. Know? And that's a wonderful thing. So are they like are they noisy up there up above you? Uh, yeah. So they're they're running around insane and like you it'll be uh like seven o'clock in the morning you just hear like pots and pans and like this like constant smacking. Uh, against something it's like what are they doing yeah. and uh, uh, it's it's just like okay this is life and you just deal with it um, and yeah that's just kind of it uh, as far as that goes uh, with them and uh, of course if you like talk to them they're just like uh, I don't speak English oh, really? <laughs> yeah they like yes no uh, I, I will say there was um, uh, there was a little girl her name is uh, Deanna I think she's maybe she's probably She's like two and a half, three, and uh, and I, I don't know, very young, mm-hmm. uh, enough to like run around, but not much more than that. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, we thought that we she was actually mute for a while. She never said anything in um, in either in African language or in uh, English. And uh, anyway, she was uh, hugging like one of the people. It, it wasn't me, unfortunately. You yeah. Know? But uh, <laughs> she was like hugging one of the people, and she just whispers into. Uh, this person's ear and says, I love you. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that is so sweet. Not it's worth more. it. It's worth it to do all this. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I've, I love it. It's, um, that's gotta be, that's gotta be pretty good. So like, so you said that like they'll, they'll be cooking up tea at like 1030 and then you'll be going to bed at two. Like, what do you do, um, with them during that time frame? Like, D- during that time frame, uh, kind of like what you said is just like, they love leisure time. Uh, as Americans or like Western uh, culture, we we got we have things to do and we get it done. Mm-hmm. Well, like their view on it is, we're always gonna have things to do. So let's let's have a relationship and let's build that relationship. They're very relationship oriented. Relationship is everything. While um, for like Western society and uh, culture, it's like the task at hand is more important than the relationship. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, they're just like wanting to like get to know you and they, uh, they love to get deep and, um, whether that, yeah, that, that could be, 
uh, about like how you view different things uh, spiritually or just like different experiences or uh, just anything and everything. And they're from all works of life. I, I know um, you, you name a country and I, I probably know someone from there, mm-hmm. whether like personally. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's very different. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It sounds like it. I don't know. I just think that's such an interesting thing to, to to spend time with people who don't speak the same language as you. Yeah. How you how you fill that time? You know. I don't know. I don't absolutely. know. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, just like communicating is is an absolute stroke sometimes, but it's uh, uh, for for some people. Now I, I will say that uh, most of the people that I'm with they have learned English, and it's it's very uh, broken English. Um, a lot of times, and also the accent is just hard to deal with uh, as far as my, uh, an untuned ear. But once you are around them, uh, you get to uh, understand what they are saying, and um, it's, it's very good. Uh, I, I had a friend that actually, I was very happy to bring him uh, to Huntsville and for some people to meet. His name is Umek, an absolute just awesome guy, and uh, he's from Nepal. And uh, he actually used to be... Uh, a Hindu, and then his name was uh, Krishna, and Krishna is a uh, Hindu god. Mm-hmm. But then he changed it, his name to Umek uh, once he like became a Christian. Um, but anyway, it's I, I love that guy to death, and uh, it's great to be around him. And I was glad for others to meet him as well. Yeah, he seems like a great fella. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, so so what is what significance does the name Umek have then? Uh. I don't actually know what Umek means uh, okay. per se, but it's it's something. It, with uh, with all like Eastern societies, usually the name means something, and uh, uh, yeah, it's like here it's like what's your name? It's like John, Matthew, and you ask him like what does that mean? It's like I have no idea. Yeah, no, it doesn't and, matter as much. Yeah, I mean like I. My, my name is a little bit different. Hunter, it's like, okay, I, I kind of know what a hunter does, you know, go out and kill animals or, like, something like that. And, uh, yeah. And also, one other thing that's I think is really interesting about the refugees is uh, they, typically on, like, jokes and stuff, they're kind of like, I, I, this is kind of side thought, but I just thought about it. Uh, on, like, jokes and memes and just, like, the internet, they're, like, really far behind. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. So, um, like... You'll, you'll start hanging out with someone and then uh, it's like not that long ago and they'll just be like, what are those? And it's like, whoa, that was, <laughs> that's 2016, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's, so. yeah, wow. That's nuts. Yeah, so it's like you're automatically like the funniest person because you're like, I've heard all the jokes that can be pertained to the subject. You're one step, you're, you're a thousand steps ahead. Oh, absolutely. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Like one thing that I think is really interesting is, is like if you use Snapchat, and like you go on like the explore page and you just go to any other country <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and just see what they're up to, you know? Like I know a lot of them like even like I think I think a lot of the Middle East and like that kind of area, like you tap on a video and they're like they're driving on the road and they'll mm-hmm. have their like snap code up. Oh yeah. So many of them, I don't know why they do that, but like a ton of them do it. Yeah. And I'm like what are you doing, bro? Yeah. And I don't know. There, there's like some island off the coast of, uh, I don't even know where it was. Maybe it was, was it Thailand? I don't know. There's some tiny island, but like someone memed it one time where it was like Ooga Booga cheese balls. And like now that whole area on that explore page says Ooga Booga, like <laughs> whatever. And I think, I think that's just, that's really funny. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think the reason that like the person found that island was is because some guy made a TikTok and it was like, this is the most dangerous island to live on. Like, it's murderous and they're cannibals. And then, like, that guy mm-hmm. went over to the Explore page and, like, tapped on it and they're just normal people. Yeah. The guy just lied. But I don't know. That's that's, that's <laughs> TikTok for you. Just a stupid app. I got to get rid of that. I think that's a whole time waster. TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. Oh, okay. I said TikTok because I'm just being stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's... that's I don't know. I don't, that's just so funny to me that like they they are that behind and you get to be a funny man. Oh yeah, you're you're automatically like the funniest person that's ever walked the face of the earth because they like never have heard the jokes and uh, and then also like you can just introduce them to a new one. It's like this is amazing. You can be the forerunner. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's nuts. Do y'all play Among Us? Among Us. Uh, I have. There's some people that do. Uh, they're like I said, they're kind of behind and uh, <laughs> they like 
there, there's some kids. They'll, they'll be playing it in four years. Yeah, I, I mean, there's some kids that are like just just now like really getting into Fortnite. And oh like, wow! Okay, never mind. So Among Us is uh, Among yeah. Us is very popular. At the time yeah. of recording this right now, I think it's it may be losing its its luster right now. But yeah. I just want to because I know that's that's very. I'll play Among Us in a couple of years with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's once you get in groups of like seven or eight or bigger, like that's you. You have to you have to play Among Us. Yeah. That's just what you have to do. Yeah. Um, wow. That's I don't know. What what an interesting thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Altogether, something um, that nobody really thinks about, but it, it is true and it happens. Yeah. So I guess now, are you like, are you comfortable to talk with people that may have like broken English or like? different accents now or, oh, I, or is it is it a learning curve for each person that you meet? uh absolutely um now we we do try to influence people to learn english because they uh they are in america it is the primary language they uh the thing is is sometimes if they will stay within their culture of people like let's say nepali nepali only knows uh well nepali mm -hmm. or whatever the name of the language is um they they will stay within that group of people, and they're they're kind of subject to the bounds of that, yep. and it's harder for them to get jobs and all of that comes with that. Now, um, they we, we try to influence them to learn English, and we will help them with that, and uh, to just be inundated within the culture because, yeah, they they can't always be with the. That's how you succeed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Umek, for example. Like, he's a perfect example. He started, like, getting out of uh, the, the kind of culture uh, that was within there and um, and started, like, learning English. And now he's, like, seems like a to... Man plays spike ball. Oh, yeah. That's the oh, most oh. American thing you can do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was killing. That was his first time. And just, yeah. he was I, destroying me. I, I didn't get to watch but, him yeah. play. Oh, you played, too? Oh, I played. Oh. Yeah, I, I had like dirt on my leg man. and stuff. That makes me so sad. I should have just left Auburn at like eight a.m. yesterday, <laughs> so I could have played with y'all. Yeah, yeah, they played yesterday. We went to Top Golf yesterday, and that's when I met um, uh, Umek. Uh, Jacob calling him Ubek. It's with an M, is it not? I, it's Umek. Okay, it's Umek. Uh, yeah, and his last name is. Uh, it's like Bavoir, Bavoirchum, or something like that. It's. Uh, very, very interesting, but it's awesome. Hard, and, hard for our English tongue. Yeah, my my untrained white boy uh, tongue. Uh, yeah. Untrained white boy tongue. Untrained white boy tongue. That's right. Um, yeah, and uh, one thing also uh, that most people, I would say most people don't know about the refugees is that's interesting. Is uh, they they will change their name uh, to something that's like more American. Like most people kind of know that, but also uh, they, uh, whenever you ask them like what their birthday is. It's almost always like January first, and yeah, because they, uh, whenever they come into the states, they're like, I don't know when I was born. Nobody really cares, and really? yeah, yeah. So like, all the Africans are like January first. Uh, they were born on that, according to their birth certificate. That must be a big day then. Yeah. Oh, it's big birthday. Big birthday. Everybody wow. celebrates. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Cultural differences, man. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sometimes it is. It's a little bit spooky to me sometimes to talk with with you know some people who may not be around here just because it's like, you know, I don't want to treat them differently, but like you kind of have to if like they don't know English that well, and it's like, how do you navigate that necessarily? Like, well, I I would uh, persuade you to uh, not be afraid of it, um, and also like at the international students at Auburn or something, they, uh, I think statistically, eighty percent of the foreigners that go to a like America for college or something that they never. Um, actually, like, go into an American home. They don't even know what it looks like. They don't know the, the, the taste, the smells, the that kind of stuff. It's just completely foreign to them. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, like, they want to be uh, inundated within that. And also, um, like, I, I was telling Jake this. Uh, he, he wanted to make friends with an Indian guy. Invite him to dinner and then invite yourself over to his house for dinner as well. And it, that's also another foreign thing to us, but it's, it's very normal. Um, but like food is everything. It's like how you make friendships. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, if I, if I wanted to, uh, get to know someone and like, I want to be friends with them, then I would, uh, invite myself over to their house and they would be like, okay, this guy, by me inviting myself over there, it's saying that I want to be friends with said person. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was going to be a big thing. Like we were going to go over there and we we're going to play badminton with a lot of international students. Cause that's like. 
90% of the time if you go to the badminton courts oh, yeah. international students be playing yeah. and so like we were excited to do that but then they closed down the rec but I'm going to definitely do that next semester because I know Jake was really interested in it I was kind of on the fence about it because like I didn't really know what like my, my main goal was going to be like I was definitely going to do it with them but like I had no like drive or desire to really like reach out to the international students but I guess I'm I'm more equipped now yeah, after no. hearing you talk about yeah, this I, I can I can help anytime with uh, if if there's like anybody and just kind of give uh, cultural perspectives and also religious perspectives, uh, because uh, yeah, just theology and the way that they think uh, changes everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I will say, okay. uh, but yeah, no, I think um, you know that, that was kind of one of the, the driving forces behind the podcast was you know there's a, there's an attribute of learning, and I think yeah. that um uh, I I get to learn a lot, and I think that I've gotten to uh, learn a lot today because of. Huntar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but um, uh, I think that may be uh, that may be our time. We got a little bit of a longer one for you today, folks. But mm. um, uh, I think it was it was well worth it. Oh yeah. So um, uh, I will let Hunter do his closing remarks if he has any, and then I'll just uh, I'll wrap us up. Uh, yeah. I, I uh, thank you for having me on, Mr. Jensen, and uh, uh, just having me here and talk to uh, the people. That's yeah, good. That's that's about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well. Uh, I would say that it is, uh, it's about that time. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and uh, be sure to tune in next time when I have somebody else on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll do a part two with Hunter, but um, uh, I don't see him a ton. But yes, it was very good talking to Hunter, and um, uh, yeah, I'll see y'all in the next one.